to the Jump Around with Blake Udonis, another pop-up podcast episode, and I'm sitting with my friend, the head coach of the University at Buffalo, Felicia Leggett-Jack, sweet 16 coach, yeah. amazing. What's it like now, a week removed from all the craziness and all the hoopla? What's it, what's it been like now that's kind of settled in? It's surreal, you know. Uh, it's an overnight success. It took 28 years. <laughs> The furthest I've ever been as a player, as a, as a coach, and and to have this opportunity with the young ladies that I coach right now, it's amazing. I just think that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. It's supposed to be at this time in my career and with these young ladies. And yeah. I'm, I'm humbled, I'm excited, and I'm going to ride this thing as long as I yeah. can, man. I'm yeah. excited. It's cool. I, I, for people that don't know, I used to work for you at Buffalo, mm-hmm. and it's it's been kind of surreal to watch it, right? Because those those seniors were freshmen when I was there, yeah. and you knew okay something something's here, something's yes. brewing a little bit. But then, was there ever a moment that you're like, oh okay, here it comes, or did it just kind of slowly develop into what it was? You know, our thought process is we didn't want it to stop. Our friendship, our our, our foxhole, our sisterhood. You know, we really care more about being together than actual winning, to yeah. be real honest with you. We just really love being around each other. We'll practice, you know, I go an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes at this time of the year. But the players will stay around, and they'll shoot, but we'll just kick it, you know. We'll yeah. just sit there and talk and laugh and take half-court shots and, and, and enjoy each other, you know. This is the first year, I think, in my career that I just was really able to just lock into the moment yeah. of fun and, and family. And so that piece was what was important. A part that got us really concerned is when Stephanie went down with a knee injury at the uh, Nebraska game early in uh, December, middle of December. That was, you know, we couldn't, we didn't have any wiggle room for anybody to be hurt. And when we found out three games later that she was going to be okay, we felt like this team was special already. But with all of us going to the finish line, I thought that we were going to be a dangerous team at the end. Yeah, well, obviously you guys were... Enormously successful. I want to go back though, um, and I know you've been asked about this recently. But you go back to Indiana. Yes. You, you know, it doesn't work out there. Mm-hmm. In that period between Indiana Buffalo, was that your lowest time as a coach? Do you think? Just, yeah, yeah. It really was. It was my lowest time as a person involved with basketball, because as a player, as an yeah. assistant, yeah. as in a person that was engaged in, in the game for so long. It always was a trajectory going up. Even though we didn't win at Syracuse during a period of time, we saw hope and we saw that it was going in in the right way. And then I go to Michigan State and Hofstra and Indiana. We we win right away. We we win 19 games, 20 games, 21 games. And and then it just, it went south. It was just uh, a new administration, new president. Uh, I hired different people and it just was a interesting dynamic because at the, when I first got to Indiana I was offered a Michigan State opportunity to lead them and what I don't know how to do is quit yeah. and I knew it wasn't the right fit for me but I didn't know how to get out of that yeah. and I gave it my best it didn't work out and then I just said what what's next you know how do I deal with the fact that I am a, a loser if you will yeah. in this sport and so I was building a house in Charlotte. I said, I'm just going to move. We're going to move to Charlotte, you know, and I got some time to figure out what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to be a life coach and just go to different schools and 
talk X's and O's or talk defense, talk life stuff, whatever. And then Anuka Brown called me out of the blue and said, you know, Buffalo's open. I want you to come interview. Don't think that you're going to get this opportunity because of what happened in the last couple of years. And I said, you know what? I've been out for three months. I got a lot of energy back. Now I know who I am. I fulfill me now. Yeah. I think I'm a different person already. And so to get that opportunity at, at Buffalo after that situation, it doesn't happen for a lot of coaches, including me. Yeah. I was, I, I'm so humbled by it. I'm so blessed. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, it's kind of home, right? Upstate yeah. New York is yeah. kind of where you cut your teeth as a, as a basketball person too. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how it, how it goes full circle like that. You know what? When you get out of your own way and let God do his job and you keep working towards the goal that he has for you, good things seem to happen. You know, when I got to Buffalo, a couple of years later, my mom was diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's. And uh, I've, when I was in Indiana, I saw my mom six times in six years. It was hard for her to get there. It was nine hours away, and it was hard for me to get home. So now I can see her, you know, six times a week if I want to. And, yeah. you know, so what seems like a... Uh, uh, your loser, your, your, your finish, opportunities done. It, it could be just a setback for a setup for something bigger. Mm-hmm. And family is what I believe in more, you know, second to God. And to be close at home right now is an unbelievable feeling. To be there where mom was going through her situation for me to help her get her foundation laid again yeah. and create our new normal. That's awesome. And so we're excited to do Good. where we are. Yeah. Speaking of family, you've got a very athletic family. Yeah. You've got uh, your, your son, Maceo, a freshman at George Washington. Yeah. And your husband, David, a, if you don't know David, he is a massive human being <laughs> in the best way. Like he is just, you just got a big family, Shoulders right? forever. Yeah. Yes. How, how does Maceo uh, enjoy his first year? And how, how was it for you? First time being away. Well, he went to prep school for a year, yeah, and that right, kind of gave right. us a little jump start. But, you know, he's my only guy, and yeah. uh, I tell you, my husband knows me, but my son really knows me, and I, I love him being home. I wish that he could have been closer, but it was for him to be where he is, and he's doing great at George Washington. He's learning great lessons from a great coach in Maurice uh, Josephs, and he's majoring in um, political science. He sure. wants to be someone that helps the world in, in, a, in a political way. Uh, but at the end of the year, he started getting better. I think that, I think he's in, his upside is going to be tremendous. I don't say this lightly, but I say this from a coaching perspective. I think that he can work himself into being a pro. I like his work ethic. I love his work ethic, yeah. actually. Uh, he is a, a stickler in what the coaches want. He's a locker room guy. And I think that uh, he's going to open up and become that great player that I know he can become. And David is a, is a volleyball guy who... Every year at this time of the year, he goes to uh, Jamaica to get back to his country. And it so happened that during the Sweet 16, he was scheduled to go uh, to Jamaica. And that's what we stand for. We do the right thing for the right reasons. And although this was a big moment for me, it was a bigger moment for his country for him to go there and help 100 kids with a pair of shoes, a backpack, or yeah. you know, an opportunity to learn a game of volleyball and to see him a person that they idolize in, in Jamaica. So that's cool. Got a cool family. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we you call do. it us four. It's God, David, Macy, and me. That's awesome. That's good stuff. With it, um, again, now that you're here, you're at the final four, and you, you kind of see all these people coming up to you and stuff. Does that get old? All the congrats? Does that? No. No. <laughs> it doesn't because it's who I am too. And when I see great coaches yeah. that done their thing, and I say the same thing. I think, I hope that. We start building a camaraderie as a, as a Women's Basketball Coaches yeah. Association 
where we really get excited about people's success. Yes. You know, yes. If, even if it's redundant. Yeah. You know, I'm equally as excited for UConn going 11 years in a row to the Final Four as I was when I first met Gino when he recruited me uh, to go to UConn, yeah. I mean to Virginia. Uh, so I, it doesn't get old because it's still new. It's the difference for, and so I, I, everybody that says hello to me and congratulates me, I make that time for them. Yeah. And my coach uh, tells me, goes, every time somebody says something, you always act like you're like so like shy. And I, 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 I'm so humbled by every single person speaking to me because you know, I've been doing this for 28 years, and I think these same people who love me from yesterday love me today because they're just really sincerely happy that this is happening to my team and me. Yeah. It's not like I'm just doing it because it's a trend thing. So right, right. I, I, I'm humbled by this. Yeah, and it's so cool because you got you got Cherie, yes. who's been your your number one, Constant, right? Yes. She's been there <laughs> the whole time. You got your former player in Sharky. Like it's just it's it's neat because it, it very much is a family yeah. thing, and that doesn't usually work out that way for I most know. programs. You know, like that's it's cool. I love it. I, you know, everybody that come in my space in my circle, whether uh, it's you for you know a year and you found your your wife, you found <laughs> your heart. I understood that. To the people that it didn't work well with because it just didn't work, I will always be there to help if I can, even if it didn't turn out well. I think everyone knows that me that I, I don't really do it for you. I do it for my relationship with God. And if I can be a, a catalyst or something good in one of his children's eyes, hopefully he'll see me and, and help me become or my family become something different. So it's just who we are. And, and Coach Cherie and I really believe that. And that everyone that comes in our space understands that. Yeah. Everybody's welcome back. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Last one, I'll get you on this. After the game against South Carolina, uh, you, you had a, a question thrown to you talking about just you know black coaches and, and, and it blew up. I mean, it yeah. went it went viral. Was yes. that was was that I don't know if you in the moment I'm sure you weren't thinking about it. No. But did that kind of catch you off guard and obviously in a positive way because yeah. your message resonated so well. But just I guess the experience of your message just blowing up like that. How, how was that for you? It was uh, again that word surreal. I, I asked, before I answer a question, I asked uh, God, leave my words so I can honor you. And that question came up. It was my time to speak my heart, my truth, and what he laid on my spirit. And it wasn't just for African-American coaches. It was for women. It was for people that lost their way and need a second chance. Everyone has the obligation to, to, to have, a, have that opportunity again. And I think it's important that we all have role models that we can look at when we're in this athletic world and say, I can become that because I see you. You look like me. I can become. Whether it's a African-American woman, whether it's a woman, whether it's somebody that lost their way, whether it's uh, someone that um, uh, is gay or straight, it doesn't. I, I got, we all are God's children, and we all have a right to have that, 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 that person that we can look at and say, I see it, I can be it, I can become it. And it's really important, in my opinion, that we have that bonding relationship in those four years of college, the most pivotal years before your brain fully developed at 25. And I just see in one situation, there's not a lot of African-American women in the lead role uh, as head coaches that is sustaining and maintaining yeah. opportunities. And when they're not doing well and they, are, they, they do lose their way, they're not getting that second opportunity for a couple reasons. One, 
they can't get higher again, or two, they go in the corner and hide as if they did something really wrong. You just lost basketball games. Yeah. You don't have to lose your way. And that's that was my rationale for, for that answer, and, and it touched me deeply because, you know, I felt the same way when I lost my job at Indiana. Yeah. How could this happen to me, four-time Hall of Famer, lead, leading scorer in history of programs and rebounder, always giving back to anybody that mm -hmm. wants, and then, God, you're going to do this to me? Yes, he did it to me so I can get closer to my mom who was experiencing something that's deeper than a, game, a ball going in the hole. And I was there to be able to help her with her foundation yeah. to create our new normal. That's cool. Uh, well, congratulations again. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Oh, get out of here. And I'm so happy for you. <laughs> and uh, this is where you need to be. I said that to you when yeah. you work for me. And yeah. uh, to see you find your way, it, it just warms my heart. Well, I, appreciate I, I love you, man. I love you, too. Yeah. And appreciate you coming on here today. So appreciate that's it. Felicia Legat jack the head coach. University of Buffalo, a sweet 16 run, the best season in program history. So we're going to go eat lunch now. Yes. So thanks for joining us. This was a jump around with Blake Dudas.